Founded in 2015, Peak Relief is the premier landing spot for your medical marijuana needs in Maryland. Not built by national consultants or businesses, but by friends with a dream to return home and create a better dispensary. Located at 2001 Chapman Ave in Rockville, Maryland, stop by Peak Relief and see what they have in store for you. Cash Color Cannabis, a higher level of conversation. I'm in the studio today with Weldon Angelos, founder of The Weldon Project. Weldon, how are you doing today? Doing great. How about yourself? Man, I'm doing amazing. Um, I'm one of the people who kind of know your story already. And I, I, like I told you prior to before we got on the line, I was, I was blown away by your resilience. Um, tell us a little bit about your background and, you know, first off, about how you got into music and then how you found yourself behind bars. Yeah, so as a youngster, um, I always wanted to be in the music industry. Uh, my family, my mom's side, uh, were musicians. Um, so, you know, I got in the hip-hop industry at an early age, uh, befriended a number of recording artists like Snoop Dogg, uh, Tupac Shakur's recording group. My best friend uh, was a member of the Outlaws. Um, so I ended up, you know, becoming a producer, um, produced a number of records with Snoop Dogg and uh, Matt Dre and um, a number of other uh, big artists. And, you know, living in Salt Lake City, Utah, there's not a lot of major acts out there, so I kind of, you know, got a lot of attention on myself. And um, I remember uh, me and Snoop Dogg just made a song called A Little More Dope to Smoke, and uh, we chopped up a video from a bunch of footage. We went on tour with Snoop and, you know, the smoke and everywhere, and we just kind of cut up and made a video. And, you know, it was going around my city, and uh, the local authorities <clears throat> got wind of what I was doing, and they seen that, so, you know, they kind of blew it out of proportion and sent a confidential informant uh, after me, and I ended up uh, catching a case for $900 worth of cannabis. Um, they made it go federal, so the informant could get his uh, federal charges dropped. Um, I went to trial, lost, and got sentenced to a mandatory 55-year sentence. A uh, sentence even the judge, who was over the case, described as cruel and unjust. Oh, yeah. And, and when I was and, reading that, I was blown away by that. Yeah, the judge himself was was shocked he had to lay down that that that, that ruling on you. Yeah, he was. So he, he went out of his way and wrote a lengthy opinion criticizing the sentence and asking the president to commute it, you know, after I served a number of years. And, um, you know, the first president, which was Bush, you know, ignored his plea. Um, he ultimately stepped down from the bench in order to fight my release. Um, uh, and then in about 10 years into my sentence, you know, we had grown this bipartisan coalition that included U.S. Senators Mike Lee and Cory Booker. It included even the Koch brothers. It included, you know, Alicia Keys, uh, Grammy award-winning singer uh, Bonnie Rayet, uh, comedian and actor Mike Epps. Um, so we had all these celebrities come together with these politicians from the right and the left joined together to call on President Obama to commute my sentence. Um, I think Senator Mike Lee's support was, you know, what ultimately led to my release because he was actually a prosecutor in the office that prosecuted me. He was one of the ones that disagreed with the way they were charging me. Um, so I think his support was crucial. And, you know, I finally was released in 2016 after serving 13 years. Um, the moment I got out, you know, I hit the ground running. I immediately began uh, filming a documentary. I've been, you know, I went around speaking. I, I've spoken with Cory Booker on panels about ending the war on marijuana. I've spoken with the Koch brothers. I met with Charles Koch, met with all these celebrities, Snoop Dogg, Kevin Garnett, all these people that are on my documentary. Um, and we end up uh, signing a deal with Mark Wahlberg's production company 
unrealistic idea is to film this documentary and docu-series where it's going to tell my story and follow me as I work to get other people out, especially those who are um, locked up for cannabis offenses. Oh, man. Well, I'm, I'm amazed again by your story and how you've kind of fought through, you know, just some really unjust things. And currently you're helping an artist who I kind of, I remember very well growing up listening to through mixtapes all the way up into his signing with Bad Boy, which was um, Loon. Loon found himself in a similar situation where he wasn't selling, but he referred somebody. And his referral ended up putting himself behind bars. Um, speak to us about how you found yourself involved with Loon, well, Amir's case, and, and, and what's going on now. Founded in 2015. Peak Relief is the premier landing spot for your medical marijuana needs in Maryland. Not built by national consultants or businesses, but by friends with a dream to return home and create a better dispensary. Located at 2001 Chapman Ave in Rockville, Maryland, stop by Peak Relief and see what they have in store for you. With them, I wrote his petition. I got his co-defendant out through President Obama. They denied his petition with the same case. So, um, some and Loon's one of my peers in the music industry, and he's friends with my best friend, who's Napoleon from Tupac Outlaws. Um, and so they heard about what I was doing, and they reached out to me about helping Loon. Um, and you know, me and Loon got in contact, and you know, I've been working on his case ever since then. Um, you know, he got indicted for making an introduction for some uh, people. Um, you know, he didn't sell any drugs himself. He didn't profit off any drugs. He just made an introduction, and he had a couple priors that the prosecutors, um, you know, threatened to enhance him if he went to trial and lost. So he took a deal for 14 years. Um, and, um, you know, one of the things I've been doing for Loon was I organized a support letter that's signed by a number of, you know, entertainers. Uh, Kevin Garnett, we got Faith Evans, um, a movie producer, Scott Budnick, um, just a bunch of other celebrities that signed on. Um, ben Vino, um, you know, Stevie J., and so we submitted that letter to the president, and I'm hoping to set up a meeting so I can deliver the letter directly to the White House. Well, I, I hope that can happen. You know, again, Loon's situation, and just like yourself, it's so crazy that we're, we're watching people have to do double-digit numbers for the most minor situations involving drugs. Exactly, and that's, you know, that's America. We went crazy on incarcerating people. It seems like... We we're backward because we you can give a child rapist will get a maximum sentence of 11 years. Under the federal sentencing guidelines, the rape of a 10-year-old child results in an 11-year sentence. But Loon got, you know, three more years than a child rapist for just making an introduction. It's crazy. So our system's backwards. And my judge said that when he sentenced me. He said, essentially, Congress, you know, feels that, you know, murder, rape, terrorism are all bad, but drug dealing is way worse. And that's backwards yeah it's totally backwards um so i know you want your, your goal is to present the, the the letter to president trump um do you feel like president trump will take an honest look at loon's case i do i think it's an opportunity for trump um you know to show that he's working with the other side the entertainment industry has been really hard on trump um and i got you know this group that's willing to go sit down with the president and talk about this case and talk about, you know, how we can work with the administration on more further criminal justice reforms. You know, I've been fortunate enough to be on the White House invite list. So, you know, I get invited to all their functions and criminal justice reform events. Um, and I'm trying to, you know, I'm working with someone on the inside of the administration on, you know, having a sit down with 
um, either Trump himself or others in the administration to talk about Loon's case. And I'm planning on bringing people like, you know, uh, Freeway from Rock Nation, um, music industry executive uh, legendary Jason Flom, um, as well as Faith Evans and others to bring them to the White House to sit down with the president to um, <clears throat> discuss Loon's case, as well as, you know, how we can assist and work with the administration on further reforms. Because even if we even if we disagree with the president on everything else, we agree with them on this. And, you know, so we should work together to try to get more people out of prison. Okay. And also, I know that cannabis, cannabis and social equity, those are two other things that are, are, are on the list of, of those are the two other topics that are on the list for the Weldon Project to kind of tackle. Um, speak to us about your, your work on that, on social equity and, and, and what we're seeing what's going on with nonviolent mm-hmm. cannabis, nonviolent cannabis offenders. Yeah, so the Weldon Project is um, going to be focused on our first initiative, which is Mission Green. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to be focused exclusively on getting those out who are still in prison for cannabis offenses, especially if they lived in states where there's now uh, legal cannabis uh, or, or, or recreational or medical. Um, there's a number of people in federal prison serving decades, and they were actually running a legal dispensary under state law. And someone in the, in the Bush administration, the tail end of the Bush administration, had went after some of these dispensaries, um, even though they were following state law. So there's some people in there, you know, they're still serving uh, long sentences for doing the same thing that people are now considered entrepreneurs. Yeah. So, you know, it's hypocritical. You know, we can't let people make millions and millions of dollars and while there's people still in prison for doing the same exact thing. It's hypocritical, and I think we, we should uh, we, we need justice and freedom before profits. But everyone's focused on reforming the cannabis industry, but the fo- first thing everyone focuses on is business and how can people make money. But we need to get justice before profits. No, you're, you're, you're correct. We do need to get justice before profits. But profit is a conversation that we need to have. And when I think about the cannabis yeah, exactly. industry, when I think about the cannabis industry, the first thing that the first person that really pops in my mind is a person I had a chance to speak with, and that's Branson out in New York. Branson was so ahead of his time when it comes to packaging cannabis, his clientele, um, delivery services. He was way ahead of his time. But where we at right now, you know, with a legal, with a, in the legal space, he's somebody who's kind of um, on the outside looking in. How can we actually assimilate people like Branson into this new world? Yeah, it's tough. And I think the, the, our biggest um, our biggest obstacle is getting the federal government to remove cannabis from the, from the um, criminal schedule mm-hmm. or at least lower it to a Schedule 3 so it can be, you know, used for medical purposes. But, you know, um, there's actually been some, um, you know, updates that this administration surprisingly has committed to doing something about um, prohibition. Uh, President Trump has said a number of times that, you know, he wants to do something about it. And we're just hoping that it's not, it, it's not, we don't want, there's a couple things going around, one called the state back, um, where it just leads it up to the states, but it doesn't do anything to fix the people who are in prison. Um, you know, Cory Booker has a more uh, radical approach, which I agree with. Um, and I think we need to approach it that way. Uh, you know, while I, I want, you know, the industry to be operating effectively and legally using the banking system, um, using the mailing system, and I appreciate that, but we can't have that without some kind of um, provision that allows the release and expungement of people who are convicted for cannabis Yes, yes, I, I, I totally agree with that. Um, so moving forward, moving forward, what's the next what's the next plan of what's the next plan of action for the welding group? Um, are there any other um, inmates in particular that you're targeting to try to help or are there any other causes that you, you have on the radar that you want to tackle? Yeah, 
Yeah, so our first project is going to seek uh, presidential clemency for those um, serving time for purely cannabis offenses. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, at, at least if their sentence was driven by the cannabis, um, you know, we're going to be uh, finding, we, we already have a list of all the names, we have all the cases, we're working with um, other organizations like CANDU, um, and they have all the lists of all the people who are in there for purely cannabis offenses, and we're going to be preparing and um those who haven't filed clemency, we're going to be helping file clemency, and we're going to be advocating for mass commutations for cannabis offenders. It's something that we've already pitched to the White House. It's something that you know we've pitched to people who work with the White House about the need for these individuals. Um, they've been left behind out of every reform. Those reforms that happened in 2009, they were not included, in, and they were not included in the First Step Act, despite being the most worthy candidate for release. Well, I applaud you on everything you're doing. I, I, any any support I can lend, I will definitely help. I feel like this is a cause that's definitely needed and definitely needs a vo- uh, definitely needs voices behind it to help push it. I pr- I appreciate your work, brother. Thank you. No problem, man. I thank you for your time today. And that's Cash Color Cannabis, a high level of conversation. Founded in 2015, Peak Relief is the premier landing spot for your medical marijuana needs in Maryland. Not built by national consultants or businesses, but by friends with a dream to return home and create a better dispensary. Located at 2001 Chapman Ave in Rockville, Maryland, stop by Peak Relief and see what they have in store for you.